BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Mobley bats it, Wade grabs it, Cavs have time, Levert, he'll skip into the forecourt, Karras pulls up, oh my, Karras that man never gives up. You better be ready. Broadcasting live. Ish. From Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. Para Merrill. Pasa volando. La pide Merrill. Ay, botan el piso. Se cae el defensor. El triple de Merrill. Sí, señor. De Latter-day Sniper. In downtown Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. You've tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> Give me that ball. <laughs> now, here are your hosts, Rafa. And Joe G. Stay in school and use your brain. Be a doctor, be a lawyer, carry a leather briefcase. Forget about sports as a profession. Sports make you grunt and smell. See, be a thinker, not a stinker. Okay, thanks a lot, Jim. Yo, hey, everybody. Yahoo! <laughs> how do you say, how do you say, uh, yeah, hey, in, in San Antonio? I don't know, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. I know how to say hello in a lot of different languages. <laughs> except yours? Except yours. <laughs> I am so you only G. speak two languages, <laughs> silence and rage. <laughs> and this is a wine and gold radio yeah, road baby. edition and also Rafa Hernandez Brito birthday edition. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rafa. Happy birthday to you. It's my B day. <laughs> it's your B day, and it's also. Uh, do you say? Do you all, say? And it's also Groundhog's Day. Bang! Yeah, and, and the dude saw no shadow. Yeah, no, the, it's spring. Does that I don't mean know early which, spring? I don't know. Yeah, what, I, don't I don't know, know what he saw. I always see early spring on my birthday. I don't, I don't know which one's which, but we have an early spring. Like, what's his name? Punxsutawney Phil. What? Punxsutawney Phil. And how old, how old is this dude? Does he ever die? The groundhog? Yeah. No, he does not ever die. He's, He's immortal. And now, is he the same dude in, in Caddyshack, or is it a different <laughs> one? <laughs> I think it's a different, I think it's a whole different animal. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, I think They so. look alike. Uh, hey, before we go, before we move on, before we do anything, we have to have pause for a moment of silence for the great Apollo Creed, who passed away. I mean, and, and we have affirmed that it was not Drago who knocked him dead in the ring. <laughs> you know right? what's weird though? Like, like in the movie, he died a long time ago. I know. So now, I know. but now he's the real guy. What's his name? What's his Carl Weathers? 
Calway. He was also cool dude. He, he was a totally he was cool a guy dude. that I can see hanging with the with the fork in his with the fork in his fro. <laughs> and he was also in what was the other movie with the Arnold Schwarzenegger? Predator. Predator. Yeah, he was badass. He was a badass too. dude. Yeah. Oh, so I feel bad. Uh, so it's a bittersweet day. We're celebrating your birthday, but also we're celebrating the passing of Apollo Creed. So. I, I shared I shared birthday and death day with with some. You do. So anyway, so we are celebrating your birthday after. Actually, we're at four in a row now. And I like our last two wins, man, because mm. ugly wins also count. Exactly. As exactly. long as and you add on the right column, yeah. it's good. And I think we face two teams that have nothing to lose, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we, all of a sudden, with the with the five-time uh, All-Star and Eastern Conference Player of the Month right. doing his thing, right? Yep. We have a, kind of like a target in there. Those, mm-hmm. those guys that are really good want to beat the crap out of us. Yeah. Those guys that are in the middle of the road want to beat the crap out yeah. of us. Yeah. And those guys that have nothing to lose want to beat us because they want to have they want to have like a medal yeah. on the, in their season. And we have another one coming up tomorrow mm-hmm. right. against a team that Gave single, digit, single digit wins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so. And you brought up a good point about winning ugly and that the mark of a good team, I always say, is... Can you win games when you're not at your best? And they haven't been at their best these last. They've been trying to reincorporate uh, guys into the lineup, so they haven't been at their best. So beating, uh, winning games ugly is important. And also, uh, the Cavs, I believe, uh, I'm not sure if it's 18 and two or 19 and two, league best against teams under 500, which is a big thing because it means you're focused for games. You don't take games off because again, the teams can can get you. You know what, man. A lot was said during this streak in January that the Cavs were just beating teams. But guess what? Those are the the, the doubles that you have to have. So you you're doing them. you're doing what you're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. We have like a, like you said, eighty and two against teams yeah. that that have a losing record, and we have on paper the easiest schedule in the month of February, yeah. Yeah. including the, the week off in the All Star break, <laughs> and we have two games against Philadelphia. Uh-huh. That is going to be probably with a Joel Embiid for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We have two games against against Washington, but that I think that is the type of game that also tests what these guys are made of because those are the games that you really got to bring your head together. Right. And 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 and, and is the, it is the human nature to over to underestimate, mm-hmm. to oversee, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. look ahead, and and that's why we have a good coaching staff yeah. that is going to make sure that these guys are going to come in. And my my thing, you know, every every game in my broadcast, I have, we have the rocket mortgage, uh, el momento para triunfar, the moment of success of rocket mortgage, and and I always say that when we play teams like Detroit, like Washington, like San Antonio, like Memphis, like those are teams that you gotta take out the will, right, or any hope that they have. Yep. If not early, by midway in the third quarter, you want to yeah. have these guys. Because one of the things these, these type of teams do is quit. Mm-hmm. Right. When they see right. it again, it's like, oh, here we go again, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. last couple of games, we have left these guys hanging around with any with hopes of that they can actually pull off the victory. Yeah. And we have been able to put it together and, and, and take it off. So I think these are also good tests mentally and physically for the guys mm-hmm. to make sure that they come out and do what the paper says because on paper is boring right that's why you play the game but on paper we are a better team than mm-hmm. san antonio yeah. even with when bam mm-hmm. on, on yes. the roster right so as much as we love our friend jetro you know <laughs> tomorrow we have to go out and take care of business <laughs> you're right and you know it's it's it sounds like an easy thing when you say well that you beat these sub 500 teams but you and i have both been on with finals teams mm-hmm. that struggle against bad teams for that same reason and that you underestimate it, you don't get up for it. Look at what happened to the Celtics. In, exactly. I don't want exactly. to say the Lakers are a bad team, but with a, with a Braun and Anthony right. Davis, the best team in the NBA right. at home, right. who were undefeated just recently. Right. That's only, I think, I believe it's only their second home loss. Third. Third loss. Yeah. So, But, you know, yeah. a team without the two starters come right. in and does that to you. Right. Right. And right. you got the full squad. Yeah. Because the three big guys, the four big guys play, so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, again, the, the the coaching staff has these guys ready to play, and they'll be ready to play when they take on the Spurs on Saturday night. Uh, one guy that is always ready to play, 
And he's ready to do just about anything. Is uh, George Niang? El microbus. <laughs> El microbus. <laughs> who be who be our guest? Uh, I've been I've been waiting to have him on all year. I you wanted be, to kind of like have a warm him. up guest. I know I've been saving. You were saying, and I think it is the perfect time. We, we can actually sit down with him. Yeah. And just spend the whole show yeah, yeah. with him because we—that's what we didn't want. We didn't want to have him where there was right. not much to talk about. That's it. We didn't want to. It was like you know after practice when we usually do it, where right. it's like five ten minutes and okay goodbye. Now we, yeah. in San Antonio, lounging on my birthday, yeah, day exactly. off after two W's yeah. and, and those weird home and those weird home and away back yeah. to back, man. I don't know why they feel different. I don't know, but I. Than, I, I, maybe I'm in the minority, but I love back-to-backs. I love back-to-backs because you are guaranteed Why? a day off. There is no argument about uh, your day off after back I guess back-to-back. so, but I don't know, man. Isn't I, it nice to be in San Antonio? I'm going to go, as soon as we're done, I'm going to get in my underwear and go and, and watch Rocky <laughs> Marathon. <laughs> it's nice. I love a day off. It's pretty I sweet. Know, but I, 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 I and it's your birthday, so yeah. for shoot-around tomorrow morning, we expect Rafa to be bleary-eyed and <laughs> clueless. And maybe he'll be at a pizza parlor tonight at 2 o'clock in the morning. I got out a window with a $100 I gotta, bill. I got to start scouting where the pizza place is and how late it stays open because I don't want to have to be knocking like a, like a zombie. You know the movie? Uh, it's the Riverwalk, What too. was the movie with, with Will Smith when he's in New York? Um, I'm Legend or something I like that. Legend. When he has those dudes living inside the, the, the Grand Central Terminal. The yeah. <laughs> That's me when it's well, that's me coming out of the bar like with no food. And we're also on Riverwalk. We don't want you falling oh, in, man. Muddy so Riverwalk. We may have to put a little floaties on your arms. Muddy. This is not one of my favorite cities, by the it's, way. It's not. I love I love San Antonio. Uh-huh. I, I love the Alamo, the big version of the Alamo. And the, the two cities that Alamo. are not my favorites are the ones that I always end up stuck with. Usually they hold here either Super Bowl, not Super Bowl, but like um, Final Four. Final Four. So I'm here like a whole week. <laughs> Uh, and New Orleans like is another What's city. What's with this place? This I don't like the food. What? I don't like the food. I don't like the whole... I feel like I'm in somebody's hacienda. <laughs> I and I, I, like, I need my horse. And like, I don't know. I just, I never, I never been a fan of San Antonio. You need your what? Like I, need, I feel like I need, I'm going to go out and get on a horse and go somewhere. Like, you know? And it's a nice artsy-fartsy hotel, which you know I love. This is artsy-fartsy? This is artsy-fartsy. There's all kinds of artsy fartsy down in the lobby. There's a brochure in your room. Check it San out. Diego style, uh, San yeah. Antonio no, style. Really nice. I'll really tell good. you to artsy fartsy yeah. in New York or in in Miami if you want. But these are this is no. This is artsy fartsy. Trust me. Go look at the brochure in your room. <laughs> I haven't even checked my room for a bidet, but I bet there's the, they have that too. No. 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 Uh, well, no. I, I take everything back. I, I don't say. think Ted Cruz <laughs> will be attached to a bidet. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to be back with uh, George Niang. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, and I, I like he, the dude. First of all, he's the funniest dude in the NBA. Yeah, but I like the dude. And, uh, exactly, he's a good yeah. dude. And and uh, you know, again, he, he's funny as hell. But you don't want to treat him like a minstrel. That he's just funny. I mean, yeah. the guy has a really great outlook on the NBA. Yeah. I mean, he he's really a smart has dude. Yeah. a smart dude. So uh, we're going to have him on uh, right after a break, and uh, we'll continue with Rafa's birthday celebration. Happy birthday to me! (laughs) Hi, this is Dean Wade, and I never listen to Wine and Gold Radio. There's more of this. Give me a how come quickie on WHK. How come Bill Belichick coaches like, yeah, yeah, yeah. After this, on Wine and Gold Radio. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Wherever you go. Now that's energy. Upon disbattlement in 1836, 200 Texas volunteers, including such heroes as Davy Crockett, Bill Travis, and Jim Bowie, fought off an onslaught of 4,000 Mexican troops under the command of General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana. <laughs> At this time, I'd like to conclude our tour, and I mean it, y'all have been one of the greatest groups I have ever worked with, really. <laughs> okay, are there any questions? Yes. Where's the basement? Excuse me? Aren't we going to see the basement? <laughs> There's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. My goodness. Okay, everybody, and welcome back to segment two of Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold Radio. It's, it's, it's a major episode. Major, major episode, because not only is it the Rafa Hernandez Brito birthday spectacular, but we have a guest on that we've been talking about all year. and I'm, We've been saving him. For we've been like, saving him, and like, I'm, so, I'm so excited. George Nyang. George Nyang. Uh, we, we were working on it before we got on the air how to pronounce Don't it. Don't right? so, anymore, man. Okay, George okay. Nyang. George, welcome to the show, man. Thank okay. you so much for joining us. Appreciate you guys calling me out of the bullpen. It's about yeah. that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a day. First of all, I didn't think we were going to do this because it's a day off here in San Antonio after back-to-back wins. And I figured maybe you just want to lay in bed and watch the Rocky Marathon, which is what I was doing. And Is that why they have one because Apollo Creed passed? I wonder, but did you know that? No, I didn't. But, you know, I did play in Philly, and Rocky is like a national hero there. So Okay. And, you know, did you hear the tragic news today? He passed away? No. Yeah. Oh. No, Apollo Creed. Apollo oh. Creed passed. Apollo Creed passed. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't Drago. I mean, I, think he, I don't know what he... Drago did it, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was he, Drago, he but... break you. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, like, uh, like I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm sad he died, but I'm... Almost happy that he still looked really cool. I mean, Apollo Creed never got old and decrepit. He died as a cool old Apollo Creed. So I'm he good. He was a good guy. Yeah. He lost to Rocky, though. Uh, so any, anyway, uh, George, thanks so much for joining yeah, us. Absolutely. It's Rafa's birthday spectacular. We're going to spank him after the show. I don't know if you're up for that, but <laughs> that's happening. Uh, I'm so glad to have you on because when we when I go home after a road trip, I always tell my buddies and my family, I'm like, man. George Yang is so great. I'm so glad we have him. And they're like, what's so great about him? What, what about him? I'm like, you don't know. And people just don't get the full experience. Oh, my of you. personality? So, I get right. to show off a little bit? All right. Well, they just think you're just 
a normal dude. A normal dude. I feel like I connect with other people because they can like see me on the court and like I don't look like a professional athlete. <laughs> so they're like, wait, like I have a chance. If he can do it, I can do it. Uh, you can play like a professional athlete. Yeah, you know, that's one. But looking looking the part is half the battle too. So. Yeah. And you have a unique, obviously unique playing style in today's game and that, you know, the, with analytics, or, you know, it's all about the three-point shot yeah. and things like that, pushing the ball. And like you have the nice mid-range game. You have the yeah. push shot. You have all that stuff. Ground travel. I don't jump too high, so I save my legs. <laughs> Let's go back to you're originally from somewhere around Boston, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Methuen, Massachusetts. Are you? Are you? Were you a Celtics fan growing up? I did grow up. A Celtics I, I went to fan. school at BU, and I was a Celtics fan oh, before, yeah, before the Cavs started signing me to two two week contracts every, every <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then my love for the Celtics ended. But how old were you when you started playing ball? And 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 at, at what point do you realize you? You had something in there. Uh, you know, I started playing probably when I was like six years old. Oh, really? Um, my dad was uh, in the military, and he had come home from a deployment, and uh, he was in my neighbor's yard, and he was, like, dunking, and I was thought it was, like, amazing because, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. well, my dad could be in the NBA. Look mm -hmm. at him, like, dunking. <laughs> yeah. uh, little did I know the hoop was, like, seven and a half <laughs> So, uh, you know, that's kind of when I found my interest for it and, you know, kind of was obsessed with, like, the sound of the ball and how it hit off the rim. And, and in Boston. Yeah, oh, went through the hoop. Yeah, you know. And then you hear the, the talks of, you know, Larry Bird and all that. So I, I played a lot of sports when I was growing up. I, I did ice hockey. If I, I, if I can find the picture, I'll send you guys. But <laughs> I, I did everything, ice hockey, soccer, basketball, football, mm -hmm. you know, wrestling, you name it, I tried it. And, you know, my mom was like super mom driving me mm -hmm. all over the place. Um, and then, you know, it, it kind of became serious when I was like 12 or 13 years old or I was deciding where I was going to go to high school. And, you know, I was lucky enough that, you know, my family, you know, pitched in enough money to send me to a private school um, where I was just going for academics because I don't know if you know that uh, I had, uh, I wasn't the greatest in school to say the least. So I, my parents wanted to get me into smaller classrooms. And uh, so I ended up going to a private school and that's kind of when it like took off, you know, it was a boarding school also. So I was constantly focused on, uh, you know, doing things for me away from, from home. And, uh, so school was taken care of and then basketball kind of just took off. I grew like three, four inches going into my sophomore year. And that's when I was like, oh, maybe I can go to a division two college and have it taken care of. And then I was like, oh, maybe I can go to division one. And then when I went to division one, I'm like, okay, maybe I can, you know, be a starter. And then yeah. my junior year, it was kind of like, oh, people are talking about you going to the NBA. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, and from there on out, it kind of just played itself out. And I just think people need to understand in life, there's going to be roadblocks. Uh, but just continue to put your head down and take it one day at a time. There's going to be days that you feel like, I don't know if this is cut out for me, but you know, if, if you can just keep your head down and keep pushing and fight through, I promise you at the end of the tunnel, you'll look back and it'll all be worth it. Has your game always been kind of similar? Have, has your game and your personality always been similar, <laughs> like on the floor? A big body, big personality, yeah. big game, yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing for me is I was a low post player uh, <laughs> growing up. And in, in high school, I had to realize when I started playing with more athletic players that if I wanted to score, I may have to start shooting from further away. <laughs> so uh, once I started, uh, you know, figuring out the three-point line wasn't out there for decoration, mm -hmm. uh, I started playing a little bit more. Um, but yeah, my game's kind of been similar. Obviously it's different in the NBA, you know, the, the length, the size, the athleticism, you kind of have to find your niche of where you can fit in. And I've kind of adjusted to that everywhere I've been, Utah, Philly here. Um, so it's, it's kind of the same, but kind of different, um, you know, but at the same time, I, I think basketball is such a beautiful game that you can figure out ways and so many different avenues to make yourself uh, valuable on the court. Your father was born and raised in Senegal. Yes. Correct. Yeah, West Africa. Where was he a little bit pushing that soccer side on you? Oh, because uh, oh. <laughs> I know Senegal is oh, like yes, the big time, especially when they were able to go to the World Cup and, oh, and beat yeah. France and and actually play you know play the French. Because most of the time it was like them playing for the for the French team. So. Yeah, yeah, no, the uh, the soccer was huge when I was growing up. Actually, I remember you know when I was younger. You know, my dad was so into soccer, always watching it, trying to have me watch it. But I, when I was younger, there was no real score. There's not a lot of scoring in soccer, so it was never really exciting for me, you know, that instant gratification with this generation. Um, so I remember my dad, me and him had went out and bought a lottery ticket. He was like, son, we're going to win like this. So I go to bed that night, and I guess the World Cup was happening, and, you know, 
foreigners, you know, they're up late on every channel getting it cast. What, what year was this? Uh, I want to was it, when was the World Cup? They had here or? No, it was Senegal was playing, I think it was Sweden. Yeah, it was they, probably 1986. No, 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 no. It was, it was, I was born. It was, uh. It was like 04 or 08 or one of those. Okay, I don't remember so the probably exact in year. Germany 06. Yeah, don't yeah. don't quiz me on this. <laughs> yeah, don't look at but, me, man. But anyway, <laughs> it, was, it was late. It was late at night, and um, I remember we had played the lottery. He was like, "We're gonna win," and it was like two in the morning. And all I hear him screaming is like, "Yes!" I ran down the stairs thinking that we won the lottery, and he was just screaming <laughs> about Senegal winning. So I thought my life was changing, but no. It was, Soccer life yeah, to you, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, let's uh, talk about your 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 journey with Cleveland. How did you choose Cleveland? What did you know about Cleveland and the Cavaliers before you? came aboard I mean I think it goes without being said I mean obviously the greatest to play the game is put on a Cavaliers jersey mm -hmm. in LeBron James uh so obviously there's a lot to know about Cleveland mm -hmm. right um you know hard nose working class blue collar people uh that are here and they support their sports teams that's one thing for sure and uh they expect nothing less than you to give extreme effort you know mm -hmm. while you're out there and to win which i can appreciate because you know i don't think they see all the work that we put in behind closed doors mm -hmm. but you do all that to be appreciated and play in front of people that care mm -hmm. and and they really do care and I, and I appreciate that but you know i think the coolest thing um with my journey to cleveland is that you know i wanted to come here it wasn't like oh this was just you know you ended up here yeah, yeah. yeah like, right this is a place that i kind of sought after with you know their need for shooting and mm -hmm. veterans and older guys and with the young talent, i've said this before with the young talent that they have in the core building it up like this was kind of like a perfect fit for mm -hmm. me right mm -hmm. you know the city kind of fits everything that i embody but then again the organization is top notch and then the cores young core that they have you know has me believing that you know we're going to be good for a long time yeah. and I want to be playing for championships and winning, you know, for a long time. So that's why I wanted a, a long-term deal to be here. And, and, uh, it's been great. I've, I've enjoyed every second of it. You mentioned you wanted to be here and Kobe Oldman, our personal basketball operations always says that that's one of the three things that he looks for when he, when he's trying to put the pieces together is that, yeah. you know, you want to want to be in Cleveland. Yeah. Is that something that you sense when you came here? Because, you know, most of the times you find teams when they're going through the rebuilding process or in the case, you know, when Kobe was like amassing assets to, yeah. to be able to make the move that we needed to make, you end up with guys that either end up here by trade or by default, or or yeah. is that something that makes a big difference? Yeah. Where it's just a where it's just a landing spot rather yeah. than yeah. home. Uh, yeah, part of something that we're building, right? Yeah, so. no, for sure. And and you know, when I talked to Kobe, um, Kobe after um, you know the deal had had been done it was you know kind of one of those things where it's just like you know i think we both have the same vision of like where we kind of want this thing mm -hmm. to be and i think you know with his ability to identify talent and what he needs on his roster not just getting anything but the things that he needs and that was you know veterans and older guys and um you know shooting um, it's exciting to be on the same page as someone that's, you know, kind of running the show, right? Because yeah. that's not how it is. That's not how it always is. It's like always you mentioned, uh, you get traded here and they're like, hey, you're here because we had to take you in this trade. Mm -hmm. um, so it's exciting. I mean, the future of Cavaliers hoops is, is in a great place. And you look how the rebuild started, right? You know, LeBron left, you know, they're struggling. Wins. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> winning yeah. games. And you, you've, you've crept up in the mm -hmm. win category every single time it was playing. You know, then the playoffs, mm -hmm. and this year we're kind of looking to take that, you know, further. Um, and you know, it's just gonna it's gonna be a bright future, and I'm just excited that this is only year one of my yeah, year. And you've been great this year, and yeah. the Cavs have been good when you are good, and yeah. that uh, I'm sure you've heard. So I better the stat. be good all the damn time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need. Uh, but you've probably heard the stat: the last 18 games that you had double figures. Yeah, they're 16 and two. So as, first 30 point game. And yeah, as the Cavs go, high. yeah, yeah and, as Cavs, <laughs> and as the Cavs go, you know, as you go, so yeah. go the Cavs. So your success has been directly tied with the Cavs. Yeah. And I talked to you before and said, you're really the perfect match for this team because 
before you got here, it was kind of a quiet team, young guys. And I noticed kinda that early on. Shy <laughs> and, yeah. And you kind of. Nobody took him back. Yeah. Right. Like, and, George, you just want to hear yourself talk. <laughs> and I want to kind of ask you, like, uh, your approach to the game. And I want to ask you about you and another newcomer, um, Max Struess. Yeah. You guys, uh, you both played in every game this year. Yeah. Uh, you both first year in Cleveland. And you both have very different approaches on the court in that. <laughs> I'm trying to say this in a very nice way. Right. You try to in be that, nice in that you're kind of uh, outgoing. outgoing. Max outgoing is like dark. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, he's a. But still, he blends. He, it blends. It works, you yeah, know. No, for um, sure. And I wanted to ask you about, because I'm always watching you on, on the floor, and you know, you're talking to opponents, you're talking to the guy, people on the baseline. You talk a lot during the game. Yeah. Uh, how does that affect you, and how does it affect your opponents when you're jawing with them? Um, you know, I, I do you care? Yeah, I, I think it's who I am, and I mm -hmm. think as I've gotten older with my old age, um, <laughs> I've learned to just be myself, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you first come into this league, you're kind of like, how do I fit in? How, how do I be someone that, you know, everybody wants to be around? But at the end of the day, you just have to be yourself. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of fell into being that fun, loving, caring, uh, you know, happy-go-lucky guy mm -hmm. and playing with a lot of positive energy because I've realized uh, – if I have the Max Stern look on my face, I don't really play that well. Um, so I like to be joyous and, and laughing and being positive. But, you know, that works for Max. And Max is, you know, a lot more positive than when people give him credit for. He's yeah. a huge piece to our success. But he does have a serious element to him that, you know, brings winning and implements toughness. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, as for me out on the court, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to be myself. I've always found joy in being positive and funny and laughing and always talking. Uh, I, I usually will keep talking until one of my teammates tells me to shut the hell up. So um, I haven't gotten that too many times this year, so I'm thankful. But, you know, I think it's been good for me to, to come in alongside a guy like Max um, who's had the ability – to win so many games that he's won in his period in the NBA, especially with the Heat, and you know, continue to learn from him and his approach and the things that he does, because uh, you know he is very serious mm -hmm. in his approach, but uh, he's diligent in his work, and I think that's something that I've been able to take, um, you know, since I've gotten to know him. And I've known, I know him, I had known him before, but okay. being being with him every single day here in Cleveland. Did you call him Max Stern? No, Max is pretty stern. But <laughs> he is no. very stern. Yeah, I'm afraid of him. You and I, I think I, sh you and I share a characteristic that it makes, it helps you a lot more than it helps me. It gets me in trouble. What's that? We're good at making fun of ourselves. Oh yes, which S means self-deprecation. Which yeah. means there's nothing they can tell us that will get you off your it's, off it's, your game exactly. or, or stuff like that. Yeah. He calls me the provocateur because <laughs> I always look for ways to just go against whatever people are saying or liking just because I like to annoy people. But yeah. is that something that you feel works in, in your in your oh. favor, especially when when fans and, and rivals are talking to you? Because the bench now always oh. talks. That's brutal. Yeah. yeah, no, I I completely agree with you on that one. If you can make fun of yourself, what are you going to say that I haven't already <laughs> told myself in my head? <laughs> right. Oh, you, you have a dad, but oh my God, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> but uh, no, it, you heard that one last night yeah, actually in the locker room. Exactly right by our own reporter. What's wrong with that guy? It was Fedor actually. But that you and Fedor is sparring in the locker room. It's pretty funny, huh? I know that could be like a reality a one reality show on its own. Times I'm just going to take the El perro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, dog. the dog. Be careful, man. He bites. Yeah. <laughs> You're a guy who probably knows Donovan better than any anybody on yeah. the team, uh, having played with him before. To me, he's almost like uh, the NBA's version of a straight-A student. He does everything right. He yeah. just... No, you ain't lying. He really does. He's like the class president. He just does everything right. Is What can you tell us about him that maybe fans don't know or, or just... Uh, Talk about your relationship with him over the years. Uh, you know, I think the relationship with me and Donovan is is pretty unique, right? You know, he we kind of came into Utah at the same time, mm -hmm. and his I was trying to find my career, and he found his career pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, what you see is what you get with Donovan. I mm -hmm. think he has so much to offer. You know, not only from a basketball standpoint, but you know, from a human aspect, mm -hmm. he yeah. he cares for so many people and does so many different things and has such a big heart. You don't find that, you know, everywhere, especially from superstars, all stars, all yeah. NBA guys. Mm -hmm. You know, he really cares about other people and his teammates, and 
he does a great job of take care, taking care of us, you know, not only on the court, but, you know, but off the court, whether if it's dinner, it's, mm-hmm. you know, taking us out, Christmas gifts. He's, he's been great. So our, our relationship started in Utah and it's been unique. You know, we've gotten to know each other a lot and, uh, taking vacations outside of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we had to do the bubble together down in uh, mm-hmm. down in Orlando. So that was uh, pretty unique. But like what I said is you won't find a better human being than Donovan Mitchell. So for the Cavs, you know, fans out there, you know, f- for someone that's going to help lead your organization, you're, you wouldn't want anyone other than Donovan Mitchell. I mean, the guy is a worker. He shows up every day. He has a routine. He's focused on winning and focused on having good people around him. And that's who you want to represent, you know, your organization. And that's obviously, you know, one of the leaders that we have on the team. But the success that the Cavaliers have had, especially in the calendar year of 2024, wouldn't be possible without the help and the, the actions of the guys on the bench, right? Yeah. Like a, a Dean Way yeah. or, or a Sam Merrill. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we I don't know if you're aware, but they, they call him we, the Latter-day Sniper. The Latter-day Sniper. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to change his name in my phone. As, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but how, your impressions of, of, of these kids, basically, yeah. that have been able to take the advantage, take the opportunity, because with, with bad news come good news, right? Some, you yeah. know, two guys, two huge guys are hurt. There's yeah. minutes out yeah. there to take As messed to up take as cover, it is, right? it's like, oh, they're hurt? Oh, well, that's more minutes for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, uh, that's, it's that's, the nature of the yeah, beast. Yes, exactly. that's it. Yeah. You, you said it. And, uh, you know, I think it just speaks volumes to the depth on this team, you mm-hmm. know. Every guy has to play a role, but when they're asked to do more, we sh- I think we all showed that, you know, we're more than ready to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you think about it, you know, Sam Merrill was on the bench for a little while, and, you know, mm-hmm. when his number was called, he was ready to answer it. You know, Dean Wade has started 20-plus games and done a tremendous job. You know, Karis Levert even coming in and, mm-hmm. and doing what he does. It's uh, It's been remarkable to see because um, – how do I put this in the right sense? You know, in professional sports, a lot of it is made out to be individualized, whether that's, you know, getting bonuses or signing contracts or contract years. And I think, you know, with the stretch that we had, we really showed how valuable it is to lean on each other and depend on each other and work together to come along to make winning the only thing that mattered. And I just remember walking off the court after, I don't know who we had beat by 20 points when, people were looking at us like, how are you guys going to survive without <laughs> yeah, Evan yeah. and Darius, who are remarkable players, right? right, we're, right, right. We're, we're two and oh with them, you know, back or three. I don't know what it was. I just tried to take it one game at a time. Yeah. But um, just to show people that, you know, if you can depend on the person next to you and trust the group that you're with, like you can, you can do anything. And that's at the little league level. And that's at the professional yeah. level. That's in corporate America. That's in, business it's it it all comes full circle there's a there's a a rhyme or reason for teams and people that you know stick together and depend on each other and trust why they're successful you know i'm not going to argue with you when you say that we have the best fans yeah i think i'm not going to argue with you i could could sit here and have a conversation with you about it but i'm not going to argue with you but we do have a, a sense of a ton of gms on social media Oh. Especially now that with that everybody has a platform and yeah, everybody can exactly. say and you have yeah. so I want you to, to put into words how much of this that you just talked about has to do with JB Bickerstaff and his staff. Because everybody talked about JB like like yeah. you know, again the GMs in, in Cleveland, I don't you you still knew it. This is my tenth year here. Yeah. There's a lot of GMs that like to fire and trade and, yeah. and switch and bench and everything. Yeah. But JB Bickerstaff is the one I think that had been able to get you guys to buy into the sacrifices and, and, and the roles that you guys got to play. Right. Um, you know, I, I think the, the biggest thing is that, like you said, it, it takes everybody, and that's not mm-hmm. only on the players. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, it involves the coaches, too. And uh, definitely the coaches don't get enough credit for uh, <laughs> what they have to do on a night-in, night-out basis. And uh, it, it, you saying that the Internet GMs is funny because uh, – Sometimes I'll come across it. Someone will have the the balls enough to tag me in something that they say. And I'll be like, wow, that's pretty creative. I suck. That's that's pretty awesome. And then uh, I think it was like they had people shooting free throws on the court one time. And, and someone said to me, they're like, yeah, 
Look at these people. These are the same people that are telling you you suck. And the next five people, airball, airball. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, everybody has something something to say. Um, but, you know, with that being said, I think JB has always been a guy that's, you know, been bought in on team, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of been his message, you know, from what I've seen from afar and then yeah. me being here um, with guys trusting each other and, you know, sticking together and, buying into our process and i feel like that's something that he lives by and he deserves a ton of credit for you know keeping that all together through the ups through the downs through the 22 win season through the injuries of uh two star players um you know to be able to manage that you know because coaching at this point it's starting to become more of managing than it is like psychology yeah, yeah. yeah. you know and and those guys sometimes they, they don't get enough credit and um to go through the stretch that we went through and to have that success you know he definitely has a, a real big hand in that and he's done a tremendous job um and with that being said, the internet trolls aren't going to stop because we have, <laughs> we have 30 more games left. You're going to so get something for this show. Exactly. <laughs> so, right. you know, I, I try to be careful of what I say because everything's good and then something happens and I'm like, yeah, see that dumbass he was talking on that show? We should trade him. Just wait till after February. Yeah. Right. Everybody talks about how how good, how close this group is. Yeah. Um, and you, you can see it. You can sense it. Have the other teams you've been on been this close, or is this a unique situation, do you think? Uh, this is a unique situation, right? Um, because most of the teams that I've been on, I was never one of the older guys, so I was just kind of there for along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, young kids are impressionable, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so we have a lot of young kids here where – I'll say stuff about what we did on other teams and they'll be like, they'll have this look on their face and be like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be telling you that we did, that, that we did this because if you go do this now, that now wouldn't George be, yeah, right. be ex acceptable. Um, but yeah, guys are super open to, you know, trying new things and mm -hmm. being open to hanging out outside of, you know, the basketball things and, mm -hmm. I th like I said before, we just have a group that actually like generally cares about one thing and that's winning. And then off the court, it's, we care about one thing and that's having fun. Having fun. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think those things go hand in hand. And I don't think pe people understand like you spend so much time with the people that are on your team, you know, whether if it's you guys, whether we travel, we're mm -hmm. up at. Seven, eight in the morning, seeing yeah. each yeah. other. It's yeah. like how, even if I don't want to see you, I have to see <laughs> you. So yeah. you learn how to, you know, get along and, and, and grow with the people that you're with. And to have a team that, you know, is bought into that and is accepting and there's no clicks, there's no little groups. It's everybody does things together. There could be four of us that go out and you know, where were we last? Memphis for, for lunch. Mm -hmm. And then there could be me and four new people mm -hmm. that go get lunch in, you know, San Antonio. So uh, you, you have to realize that building trust off the court is so important Huge. for on the court. Yeah. So I want to give a lot of credit to that and us getting along off the court for the success on the court, because if we truly didn't get along with each other, mm -hmm. I feel like there'd be a lot more hiccups and bumps in the road. For sure. than, uh, you know what? Enough, enough for the serious stuff. You guys, are, this is a fun show. I know. This has been very like, serious yeah. so far. Did we ever tell you the story when, when, when Jared Allen got traded to the Cavs no. and Kobe Altman in a, in a press conference said that, uh, you know, they were asking him whether or not he was a techie. Yeah. Right? And they said, well, you know, like I heard Jared Allen put break, broke a radio, put a radio apart and put it back put together. Put a computer together. Yeah. Too. But then, I know that. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we told Jared, he was like, not a radio, a computer. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of offended. Oh, yeah. my God. He was like, a radio is easy. Right. Yeah. All you do is listen to that. Jump radio together. What do we radio when I was five? But <laughs> what do you do for Are you a movie guy? Are you a, are you a gamer? Because uh, I know some no, of these guys I, travel I, with. I am completely out of the whole yeah. gaming thing. Thing, un Good. unfortunately welcome uh, to the club yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i love hanging out with my family when i get an opportunity i love to golf mm -hmm. oh yeah uh, oh yeah. dude we gotta golf when yeah. we go we, we always play at our wars when we're in, oh, in really? Orlando. Oh, well, yeah. i gotta get out there i'm not inviting sam merrill because he seems to be good at everything he's really yeah, good. yeah, he yeah. Like he's good at shooting he's good yeah, at being really a, good. a dad a husband yeah. and really golf, good, yeah. so i'm staying far away from him oh, so we're playing <laughs> golf then for yeah sure. absolutely um but other than that you know uh, i like 
you know, hanging out watching Netflix. Um, yeah. I'm huge into sports, whether if it's, you know, baseball, hockey, soccer. Well, what series know. are you watching right now? What, what, what do you recommend? Uh, well, you do. You recommend? Griselda. Griselda. They yeah. had it on the bus the other, yes. last night. The guy yeah. had it on the bus. Yeah. I have to tell you something, though. You know, being from Miami. Yeah. It's a little watered down. It's not it's true. It's not really. It's not a really good story. If you want to watch the real thing that happened with that woman, first of all, she wasn't even close to good look to looking like, oh, like, like, that, like, yeah. like uh, what's her name, Sofia Vergara. Yeah. And there's a movie with Catherine Zeta Jones. Not even close, right? But there is the Cocaine Cowboys. But the second one, yes, they Revy, who looks like nothing like the one they portray in the movie. Yeah. He talks about all the different killings and the list he had from from, oh, the, wow. from the madrina and and talk about how he went, he went to kill him when they killed the baby so it, the movie i was i was disappointed when i watched it because first of all it's very cheap yeah version yeah. of like a, no, a netflix sure. series yeah, like yeah. you can tell it was made in colombia or somewhere like, yeah like, but also they use colombian actors for cuban right no so for sure that thing and also like they mix the characters just to make it match. Make it make sense. To yeah, make yeah, it yeah. make sense in the movie, but no, the, like sure. watch Cocaine Cowboys too. Okay. And I'm you're on. gonna get the real from the from the guy from the wow. people that are still alive. Revy, you said. Revy, yeah. he's still alive. He's the only one that is still in jail, by the way. Oh wow. You know because they they still holding on for those that sex the sex call that he had with the. With oh have you finished God. watching it? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, where he they got still, the DA's He assistant. went on parole yeah. like recently, and he, they they st he's still in there. And they try to kill him a couple of times, and they haven't been able to. Wow! But everybody else is dead. Everybody else in the movie, they, they, whoever got yeah, Griselda ended up. You never watched Griselda? I've not oh, watched. He's not a Netflix guy. I'm not, yeah, not a Netflix guy. Really? So, yeah, sorry. What are you? Uh, like an Amazon Prime guy. Books? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm reading a good book, and I want to tell Jared about it because Jared's kind of a. I say nerd. Is it okay to that's, call him? That's that? okay to call him. That. Okay, he's kind of a so like I'm reading a sci-fi book right now. And oh, if it's sci-fi, you gotta do. Rafa's looking at me like you gotta do. You gotta. Jared's the most interesting man in the world. And totally. It's like he's the coolest. He's the, I love. Back. He's the best. You know, he's the only guy that I had a relationship with before he even played for the for oh, the Cavs. Really? When he was with the Nets, like he, once he was on the sideline playing with a camera from one of the photographers and we just started. So every, every for like four years, we used to like, every time we went to Brooklyn or they came here, we would like chat around and yeah. talk about, you know, photography and yeah, he I'm knows trying to stuff. get him, I'm trying to get him to do an interview with this, with the astronauts in the, in the space station. Oh, wow. That's yeah. in Texas, isn't it? Houston, yeah. right? Yeah. We're going to be there for a couple of days. I know. I know. So yeah. I'm trying to go so we can go to Houston and get him on, a, on an astronaut suit. See, 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 don't, see don't, the send him up, don't send him up <laughs> right, to space, No, no. Though. He we wants to go. We didn't need him. We too. talked about he wants to go into space, but it, it, I don't think I don't think that'll be allowed they under the contract. contract. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to travel for one second. And then you brought up a great point in that it's like a family in that I spend more time with you guys than I do with my friends or my family or anybody. Yeah. And I always say, I tell people that Rafa's more like my brother than any of my friends yeah. because, don't take it the wrong way, but we're trapped together. Yeah. We gotta sit next to each other on airplane. I mean, we are, for eight months a year, yes. you gotta get along. If you there's don't no get along, yeah, there's no escape, either. right. And back in the day, the players kind of sat in the middle section and dudes played cards the whole time. Yeah. And now you guys sit in the front and I just have to ask out of curiosity, do guys still play cards? What do you guys do up front? It's a mystery now. What happens in the front of the plane? It's in the front. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now it's this big mystery. Yeah, I mean, we all play cards. I mean, I've been on teams where the card games get uh, pretty expensive. Yeah. But Cleveland, we do a good job of keeping the expenses to a minimum. Right. Um, you know, a lot of guys are, are movie guys, mm -hmm. book guys. Um, just listen to their music. Some guys just fall asleep. Like yeah. I literally, Darius Garland. I don't think I ever see him with his eyes open on the plane <laughs> ever. So uh, he sleeps. Um, you know, Tristan's a big Monopoly guy, so he plays. Tries to get us to play Monopoly. Ooh, now you can play it on the. Phone. God, that'd be fun, man. Yeah, I want to get I in mean, that Monopoly game. Monopoly is kind of like the game of life, right? The more real estate you own, the better, right? I had to learn it the harder. Who dies with the I, most I, stories wins. Yeah. And I, and <laughs> I, I know all the cash. I thought I was <laughs> yeah. doing something. Yeah. And, like, idiot. and I know fans would want to know because I want to know. Would you play Monopoly? Do you play with real money? No, no. Oh, no, real money. How yeah. can you play with real money, man? Because they got all kinds of money, man. No, yeah, well, you have like the you fake throw a bunch of bread down there, yeah, and but why don't you get to boardwalk? Yeah. That's what I mean. What am I you guys like can afford boardwalk. <laughs> 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 no, but there's a Marvin lot of Garden. A, lo a lot of different things that they do. Uh, 
eating is one of them. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, I probably enjoy a couple <laughs> snacks up in the air. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it is a little mystery. I think guys have their own quirky things that, mm-hmm. you know, they do. I kind of like to, since we are with each other for a long periods of time, I like to g- give guys like their peace on the plane. Sure, I'll be loud every once in a while, but that's... I would I, be the worst teammate if that was... I like to give them like their time of like, you know... Because mm-hmm. in the locker room, I'm going to be me. On the court, I'm going to be me. So I figure on the plane, I should give them give a break. grace. We talk about your dad from Senegal yeah. and obviously France and Senegal. How was Paris for you? Oh. Was that was that something you were looking forward yeah. to? Who uh, do you go with? And tell us, tell so, us, give us the school. Uh, I brought my mother. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, that, was, that was a blast, right? You know, I had so much fun because, you know, growing up, you hear so much about the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. the, the Arch. Or the arc, yeah, arc, 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 yeah, arc de the Champs Elysees, yeah, and then you hear about you know the Louvre, mm-hmm. and then the you know Notre Dame and all those things, and I remember watching you know the Notre Dame be on fire mm-hmm. when uh, I, yeah. was in, I was in Utah, and I was like, wow, and to see it all in real life is crazy. The architecture over the architecture over there was amazing. The people were really you know welcoming, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so it was a, a really cool trip. You know, we'll even throw the nightlife in there. That, that was a lot of fun, too. And I think this organization did a, it was a slam dunk, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it couldn't have gotten any better. There were, and we won. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. There were enough events. There were enough, you know, yeah. time to drink with, you know, everybody. Was yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's saying that we rented out the whole peninsula. Yeah, yeah, right. Go look up the peninsula in in Paris and see yeah. how nice that was. But, Watch uh, Berlin on on Netflix. It was filmed in that hotel. Oh, really? Yeah, it, 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 it's amazing. Yeah, it, it was an amazing experience, and I had uh, so much. I was just so fascinated with you know, just like the whole architecture of things. Like I, I don't know if it was the president's house or whatever, but I just they were like these gold. There was this gold bridge and like these gold pillars. And that's when that's when Napo- that's where Napoleon is buried. Yeah, yeah. And then what was it? They were like. Uh, who um louis the 16th whatever yeah he had his head cut off because he lived (laughs) in this mansion and everybody was starving i was like this mansion is like the size of (laughs) a small city no wonder why they wanted to kill me yeah i I had a ton of fun but i had a better experience this time around in paris than i had in the past because you know, that? I had to pull the, the, the World War II card. Oh, well, yeah. He was the ugly, ugly American I, Salvadorian. I went, I went to Paris and, and the, in the restaurant and, and the menu was all in French. Yeah. And I, you didn't understand. I, don't, I don't understand it completely. So I asked the waitress and in, his few, in the few English words that he spoke to me, he basically said to me that I should learn French. Oh, you didn't like and that. And I huh? said, you know, you ungrateful Ugh. beep. You know, if it wasn't for us, you'd be speaking German right now. <laughs> so. Dude, they should have told you on the plane, don't pull the World War II card. Don't. You, don't no, but this was crazy. before. This you trip was the great. This trip at the peninsula, everybody was awesome. Oh, I practiced my French a little bit, and I didn't have to pull out the, the World War II card. But my wife loved it. My wife and daughter went, and they loved Paris. They, they, I mean, my wife is in love with, with the city. It's so much better in the summer when you can walk it. Oh, yeah. It was cold you know? when we were there. Very cold. It's like real cold. NBA stuff coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, trade deadline. You're not going anywhere. You don't have to worry about it. But over knock, the knock years, on, knock on <laughs> yeah, you're not. Look dude, you. be invited to the slam dunk. If, if they trade you, I'm, I'm going to request to be traded <laughs> to the same team. Yeah. Uh, but how are guys? Uh, other guys or over the years, do guys get nervous? weird that they look over their shoulder or they just figure hey if i get dealt then that's the way it goes or yeah you know i think you wake up every day and and try and do your job as best as you can so that doesn't happen yeah but uh, at the end of the day i think all of us knew what we were getting what we were signing up for when we decided mm-hmm. to play basketball for a living yeah. and that's part of the job right I, I talk about us being like a family and being all of us together you, you have to separate the relationships from from the business and and that's hard to do because we are together more than we are with our family but at the same time you have to realize you know if you do get traded you know it is a business so i have never been traded knock on wood um but at the end of the day i think a lot of guys you know sometimes it 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 weighs on them it Mm -hmm. it takes a toll but at the same time I, i think we all know that you know this is a business at the end of the day 
uh, we get paid to play a, a game we once signed up to do it for free. Mm -hmm. And we were paying people to, to right. play. Do you think it makes a difference if you trade it because, you, you know, you're being moved to somewhere where they want you? Yeah. Or you're just the being difference dumped. when you're yeah. the one coming yeah, it's, back. It's, Does it make a difference, you think? I think it's it's definitely is a difference, right? You're being sought after if someone's coming to get you and you're being replaced. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure that's probably an eerie feeling. Well, being part of the yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just a salary tacked onto that. You know, I try not to think about too many things like that, but those are, that's the reality of our business. Although we love that kind of trade, you know, that's how we ended up with Jared Allen. We woke up one morning and said, uh, James Harden has been traded to Brooklyn yeah. and this and this you, and that. You guys and the Cavs the, get Jared Allen. You guys won, <laughs> you guys won that trade. Karis LeVert was in that yeah. one. He yeah. went somewhere first. He and went then to Indiana, Indiana. Oh, yeah. then came back to Remember us. Remember, he yeah. went to Indiana. Oh, yes, and that's, that's right. when they did that. Yeah. Right. And then you guys got Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. You guys are good at trading. Yeah. yeah. We did and then we well. got George Nia. Yeah. 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 Look at um, you guys, so smart. <laughs> I know. Uh, my, actually, you and I, you mentioned smart. You know, my wife, who used to be my boss, mm -hmm. my producer, she heard you. You're a bad guy, right? I was, I was listening to one of your wall interviews after practice, oh, yeah. and she said, you should tell George that he should pursue a broadcasting career because he's very eloquent. And I'm actually, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm I'll practicing right here. Yeah. Tell him. And if my wife <laughs> says that, trust me, yeah. pursue that. <laughs> she knows what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, she, she could be your producer. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, last question I have for you is, uh, what do you got over All-Star break? What do you, do you have plans? Or are you just going to just get horizontal uh, you know, and chill? What's uh, your home base now? Uh, in Boston. In Boston. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a big uh, family guy. Yeah. So I like to hang out with my mm -hmm. family. So I was planning on going back to Boston to hang out with them. Mm. But a bunch of my family has said that they're going they to Aruba, sun. so yeah. I don't know Aruba. what I'm going to do then. Aruba. So yeah, Aruba's a. Go get a, some sun. Yeah. We haven't seen the sun in, yeah. in Cleveland. <laughs> in like I know. So I'm I'm kind of debating right now. You know, high class problems. I get to pick a week before what I'm going to do. Well, go to Miami yeah. if you want. I have an extra room there. Yeah, so. and Beniva, yeah. Miami. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The problem I had with I, I, you mentioned Boston Celtics. I had to go back and mention this: is that they don't play Gino anymore. You're a Celtics fan. Do you remember Gino? Who's Gino? The, the, the disco dancer. The dude, the disco dancer, when the game when was the game? In, in hand, and they would put the dude on. I don't remember. That. Oh, no. oh man, He's too young, man. And he I'm probably, thirty though. Don't you can't say I'm <laughs> oh, But I mean, and and they probably never. You beat. You guys are just old. No. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe they never beat you in a playoff I think series. They stopped it because he passed. Did that guy pass? Yeah, died. They used to when Boston would be up. Eight, kind of like when Michael points. Jackson plays at the Fieldhouse. Yeah. Right. When, when, when you hear yeah. Michael Jackson, that means this dude, it's, it's over. Like, it kind of like um, it was an Ameri American bandstand. American bandstand. Yeah. Or like oh, okay. kind of thing. And he's just dancing. Since well, probably because I'm so pissed like off tight, that we lost. I don't even pay attention. No, it's, it's tight bottle bit, yeah, that's bell true. bottom pants yeah. and a tight t-shirt. And Boston goes nuts and they love it. <laughs> I used oh, to have man. that t-shirt, by the way, the Gino. The Gino? Oh, I'd love to get one of those. Can we get you in those pants? No, <laughs> you don't. You don't want to see that. Well, it's his birthday. We're gonna try and get him a little hammered. Rafa is like Rafa used to be fun. Like we, uh, Are I live serious, man. Yeah, I you're not fun anymore. No, I no, I lived you, in, I lived in New York for about five years. He lived. in God New York. is great, and, and he we didn't lived, put us together. We lived without knowing each other until we got to Cleveland, like six blocks apart. And you can imagine me in New York. I was. Yeah, stud. Well, and not, not that, but like company. a uh, and handle all the right. We could have had so much fun in anyway. City. There you go. Now, <laughs> Rafa, now Rafa doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He's just he's no fun anymore. I want really. until it make it until they actually listen to the voice of the people and legalize it in Ohio. It's legal enough, dude. It's not legal yet. Well, it's going to be legal. They're going against us. They're changing the rules once we voted. It's going to be after this, <laughs> after we wrap up this show because it's your birthday, and yeah. I'm not taking no for an answer, dude. Oh, my God. Look, Luc there's four margaritas coming Lucia, over here. Lucia, it's said, happening. Lucia said, take some gummies. It's happening today. I'm telling you. Uh, so it's yeah. Rafa's birthday spectacular. George, thank you so much for joining us on Wine and Gold Radio. And also, I'm just going to pitch him while we got George on the air. Uh -oh. We would love to have you be our field correspondent. And what that would entail is maybe interviewing other dudes yeah. on the air. But I need a co-host uh, label. You know, no, I'm just kidding. You got it. I would just say, be, just if we want to go radio with George Nian, yeah. and then yeah, we'll and and we'll the George boost. and George and Microbus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to change it for minivan, man, because oh, you know I had to. Man. I had to make it like. 
I love microbus. Yeah. It sounds better. We it's, have the microbus and the francotirador de los últimos días. Guys, we shouldn't change anything that we've been doing. So <laughs> microbus. Yeah. George, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. It's awesome. All right, George and Yang, man. How, how great is that dude? El microbus. I love the fact that he thought he won the lottery when he was a kid. <laughs> and he was just his father watching Senegal beat the crap out of somebody. His dad, his dad really got him on that one. That was yeah. kind of good. El microbus. He, yeah. was, he was really great. Uh, hey, man, let's, uh, let's say some thank yous and get out of here so we can continue before, with our sweet day off. Before you go, let's pause okay. 10 seconds for our station to identify themselves. You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. Hello. Cleveland. Hold on. Ohio. Hold on. America. Hold on. Okay. I keep uh, trying to make that official. I gotta, I gotta I go back and listen that. to the radio. We post ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I really do. Like I, I used to have to do that when I was in the NFL because I had the national uh -huh. national network. So everybody to, has to do it. You and Lily, Lily it. would throw me the car and be like, "Say it." And then one time I didn't read it, and she in the break she goes, "When I give you a card, it's for you to read." I'm like, I'm like, okay, sorry. The boss. <laughs> That's what the she boss. says. That's yeah. what she said. Because she gave me a live read. You know, usually when now I do it all on my own. I have them yeah. printed myself. But when I when she was my producer, it was a much bigger operation. She would just pass me, and I would just grab it and read whenever there was a break in the action. Yeah. I read, but she gave me one, and I, something happened. I don't know what happened, but it kind of like got lost in the papers and everything. And in the break, she goes, "When I give you a card." It's for you to read. <laughs> Good. I'm that, glad so nothing, no high tone or anything. She was just like making me aware of like. <laughs> See, that's why Lily's so good for you because you need somebody to wrap your knuckles yeah. every now and again. <laughs> Hey, we gotta say thanks to the PR staff. Uh, BJ Evans, of course, who runs the whole thing with. With an iron spur. <laughs> the, the iron fist. He bring, yeah. Oh, man, he'll bring it down on you. These Texans yeah. better book. <laughs> they better watch out tomorrow See, night. He did the other night in Memphis. Because the Memphis, there's a lady in charge of the microphone uh -huh. at the pregame at the, at the oh, yeah, 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 scrum. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, okay, who's first? And, and some lady raised her hand, and she was about to give it the microphone, and BJ goes, Right. No, B there was B nothing just, said. Right. She just, he just went he just like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when when like, I when you're ready when I'm ready. And then and then he said, okay, Serena first, then then el perro, <laughs> then and then. <laughs> oh yeah, but you need that. You, you need you that do. order. Yeah. Speaking of wrapping knuckles, uh, and then of course, slinging Sammy, who provide who the did all the uh, legwork. What is, what is he now? Yang. Junior of the year. He is. I think he's a senior, or maybe even a fifth-year senior. <laughs> he's a super senior. He, he still got years of eligibility. <laughs> yeah, but he's still eligible. He's in the he's in the train. He's in the he's in, in the, the transfer portal. <laughs> he better not be. We gotta keep his. We gotta keep his ass here. Uh, we have to thank Devin Booker. Yes. Uh, even though I'm a little mad at her. Uh, Why? Sophomore of the year because I I brought donuts in for the PR staff. Uh -huh. Right. When uh, mini uh, at CCC at CCC and she says gas station mini donuts. No or? no no mini donuts from. Uh, Uh, Fiona's and Willoughby. Ooh, okay. They're really good. Uh -huh. <laughs> and Devin Booker busted me. She said, oh, Joe G wants something. Oh. Right? I know. Devin Booker, I still love you, but Ooh. You know, we have to make we'll up. take back that player of the month <laughs> <laughs> from the other you're Devin Booker. Sure, no, you're still sophomore <laughs> the year. We have to thank Ryan Boobanks, yes. uh, your boss, the boss, who often brings the... Uh, <laughs> down on you. The iron, the iron microphone. <laughs> we have to thank our special guest, George Niang, who is just spectacular. He's the best. so good. He's such so a good, good dude. And we were hoping to get him as our field correspondent. Yes. So our next road trip, man, I'd love to get him, put him right to work on their next yeah. road trip. And I'm sure he'll get us some good, some good content. You know what? Nothing was said, but like our front office, man, keeps hitting it. Exactly. Out of the park, like right. bringing these pieces in because they, they just keep blending in like they be like George feels like he's been here forever right pieces that fit they all fit yeah but they, he you know? feels like he's been here forever yeah. just yeah. such a sprite dude yeah. and yeah. Yeah. knows what he has to do a professional a veteran his role and yeah. just good dude over <laughs> and if you could see the George Niang post game show in the locker room yeah. <laughs> you should videotape that oh man him and El Pero Chris Fido <laughs> you should videotape that and make it make it at something that we can use here on the show <laughs> those guys go at it it's really good uh, we have to thank uh, Joe Fritchen yeah who, uh, my other boss yeah your other boss but yeah. uh, the best in the business I'm so I'm easily the best so in the business hard 
hard to handle. I have two bosses. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> Lucy Barris, uh, the best human in Cleveland. I got to tell you something. And belated birthday. Belated birthday to, to Lucia. Barris. But I have, a, I have a beef with her. Uh-oh. Well, not we're with her. Our, but we're airing our no, beefs Not here. with her, but with, no, with Nori. Uh-oh. But she always brings her to the, to the office when we're not in the office. I haven't met her yet. Huh. Oh. Have you met her yet? Either. No, I don't think I have. Because she was in the office today. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring Rosita to the office. Yeah. How do you think that's going to go? I, uh, <laughs> with, fat with, the, with or without booties. <laughs> we have to thank D-Mac. Yes. The incredible D-Mac. Incredible. Who is, man, I, ladies, I mean, D-Mac's married, I got to tell you. But, man, if, if, if any lady gets a hold of that... That hunk of a man right like, now because now, he's looking so good. What's his name? Now that Apollo Creed passed, I think D-Mac goes to number one. <laughs> and the, the eligible. Rocky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that could beat Rocky. I agree, man. D-Mac. And Drago. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. T. He's. Yeah. I'm telling you, he, he looks great. D-Mac looks great. And then was Mr. T, Mr. T in that movie? Or was, was he something? Clubber Lang. Who? Hey, woman. Clubber Lang. You don't do Rocky movies. I know that. I know, but I don't mind it. But I hate the fact that they brought him down from the top to the bottom of the stairs in Philadelphia. Oh, they, uh, that's the right. Statue. They did that. Yeah. They did that. I, I, I used to love to run up there and just like... That's uh, that's my final wish. I, I want to be scattered on the Rocky Steps. My ashes. In the Rocky Steps? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I told that to my girlfriend and she said, oh, like some intern will have to clean it up. You know... I'm like, that's what you're thinking about? An yeah. intern cleaning up my ashes? You know what I did? I did a, I did a, handst- a handstand... Next to next to Rocky statue on the top of the on the top of the stairs when I used to run up there. That's great. Yeah. And, and then every walk, American walk them down in, in in bear crawl. Every American should run the Rocky steps. Yeah. Yeah. So and of course we have to thank the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt. No, no be there in Texas. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? Positive. Are you positive? I am positive. You've, tr- you've already looked. There's absolutely no bidet oh, anywhere man. in San Antonio. <laughs> Even right. though it's not really Texas, there's no bidet here. Okay. Well, Big Daddy, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, nothing here. Hopefully, we will see you on the next road trip, and George Niang will be uh, our field correspondent. With his first report. Yeah, with his first report. Otherwise, we will see you very soon. Happy birthday to you, Rafa. Thank you, man. And as always, good night, Freddie Mac. Love you are. You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. I remember the album. Cleveland. This is for you. Ohio. Y ahora uno contra uno. Ando y Puri. Ando para Puri. De regreso para Puri. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.